Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. We are talking about making God-guided decisions by faith. Because your choices determine your future. Your decisions determine your destiny. So I'm going to have to plant myself here and stay focused. I have many scriptures. So uh, get you into the Word of God. Stimulate your spirit. Get you hungry for the Word of God in Jesus' name. Second Chronicles 26 verse 1, the Bible says, Now all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. He built Elath and restored it to Judah after the king rested with his fathers. Uzziah was 16 years old. 16. We still want to treat 16-year-olds as if they are babies. And he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jekaliah. Is there a Jekaliah here this morning? Or a Delilah? Ah, don't call your daughter Delilah, Delilah or Jezebel. Those are two names you don't want to call your daughter. His mother's, I know we're doing baby dedication. So if that, if that was the plan, change it right now. Okay, his mother's name was Jekaliah um, of Jerusalem. And he did, listen, he did what was right in the sight of God. Underline that, highlight that. Oftentimes we are concerned about what people think and we don't care what God thinks. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord according to all the days of his father Amaziah had done. Listen, he, he sought God. COVID never stopped him. In the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God, and yes, the key, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Give the Lord a praise for that. Come on, I don't care what you are facing. While you see God, God's going to bring, oh, come on, God's going to bring you through your valley. Don't get me to preach, I need to teach. Just give Him a bit of a praise because you're happy to be in church. Lockdown is over. As long as He sought the Lord, the government couldn't stop Him from prospering. Eskom couldn't stop Him. <laughs> And he went out to make war against the Philistines and broke down the wall of Gath, the wall of Jabne, all strongholds, the wall of Ashdod. And he built cities. God helped him against the Philistines. I'm jumping. Time is limited. Verse 8. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for he became exceedingly strong while he was seeking God. He was progressing. He, Uzziah built towers. Verse 11. He built towers in the, in the desert. Moreover, Uzziah had a great army of fighting men who went out to war by companies. So he had many companies. He had many businesses. He started as a 16-year-old, but while he sought him, sought God, God prospered him, God accelerated him, and God increased him. He may divide. The last words of a dying company or church is, we've never done it like that before. Well, my brother, maybe you should change your hairstyle. Maybe you should change your fashion. Maybe you should change the way you, 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 you treat your wife or your husband. You've got to change something if you want to see something different in your life. Shout amen in Jesus' name, okay? 
Better days are ahead of you. I said better days are ahead of you. If you choose to walk with God, I don't care what the naysayer says. I don't care what the silent, sullen, sulking individual says. This man, while he sought God, God made him to prosper. But he has the sad verse. Verse 16 says, But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up. Happens to so many people. To his own destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of... If you understand the Old Testament, the office of the king and the office of the priest were clearly separated. So this man is now famous, he's strong, he's powerful. And now he becomes a law unto himself like some politicians and like some world leaders where they have no regard or respect for the living God. The Bible says he forgot. So, so it's actually an amazing passage of Scripture. For 52 years, he serves God and he prospers, he progresses, he builds, he enlarges, he invents new things. And at one point, his heart is lifted up to his own destruction. Bible says pride goes before the fall and a haughty heart before destruction. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 8 verse 18, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that gives you the power to get wealth, that He may establish His covenant. Beware that you say, My might and the power of my means have gave me this wealth. But you shall remember the Lord your God. So this man serves God for 52 years and then he gets a big head. But that's not what I want to talk about this morning. The message this morning is, while he sought the Lord, while he sought the Lord, he expanded his territory by making war, which is what business people do. Every day you go out there as a doctor, a lawyer, an architect, it is tough out there. But I tell you this morning, God is with you and you have the unfair advantage. God is with you. If you will make up your mind to keep God at the center of it all, God will take you through your low times. God will take you through your valleys. God will help you to expand like a Jabez. God will cause you to enlarge your territory after one prayer. God will enlarge your territory. God will enlarge your influence. But God will also walk you as the good shepherd through your valley of tragedy and pain and hurt like David when he returned to Ziklag and there it was burned after COVID. He lost his business. He lost his wife, wives, plural. Oh no. He lost everything and everybody turned against him. David was on the ground. The Bible says David strengthened himself in the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 30. And then David inquired from the Lord. David sought God after a severe loss. He said, Shall I pursue God? Says you shall, you shall, she shall on the seashore. You shall surely um, pursue and you will recover all. Say amen. Ah, come on, man, and Jesus now. Luke chapter 5, Peter toiled all night, called nothing. Listen, this has been a hard time. Many people are fatigued, they are tired. People are maxed out on their credit cards, maxed out on their finances, maxed out on their loans, maxed out on their bonds. People are, un, are under tremendous pressure. So yes, David is in a bad place. He's lost everything and he turns to God. I say this to people all the time. Prayer is not one of your resorts. Prayer is not the last resort. Prayer is the first resort. And when you see God, you are going to find Him. Hallelujah. And God is going to guide you and God is going to help you. And God is going to show you the next step. God's going to show you how to change that situation. 
All you need is wisdom. Wijsheid, kom met die grijsheid. Nee, nie altyd nie. Wisdom. Wisdom. I'm going to talk to you about three sources of wisdom. Because if we are going to see what God promised us, full recovery, divine restoration, breakthrough, increase, deliverance, we have to be seeking the source of wisdom. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 31, Christ has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption from God. So we have a source. I've been talking about walking with the Holy Spirit. I've been talking about the influence of God's Word in your life. But I want to try and put it in a practical way to help you. Because he has the deal. Peter toils all night. He catches nothing. His boat is empty. He's an experienced man. In the natural, the house market is low. Investments are not what they used to be. Things do not seem the way they were pre-COVID. But after he toiled all night, Jesus says to him, Hallelujah. Oh, come on, he is still your Savior and your Deliverer and your Provider. He still knows where the next batch of fish are. He still knows where the next catch is. He still knows what the next step is. Oh, come on for you to take in the name of Jesus. Look happy, look alive, look as if you have a future and a hope this morning while I take a sip of my super juice. So our pathway, well, I want to say, I, I, want to, I want to go back. So Peter, he dwells all night. Jesus says, launch out into the deep. Peter says, we have worked all night, caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, they went back to the same spot and things were different because they had a revelation, a rhema, a word from God. Listen, there's no replacement for a living, abiding relationship with Jesus Christ. There's no substitute to hear God's voice, a word of wisdom. And oftentimes, God talks to us through spontaneous thoughts. I tell people all the time, they say, you know, I've got this opportunity, but I don't know what I'm going to do. I tell them, you're going to know. How do I know? Because I know the Bible says you have an anointing and you know all things. Suddenly a, mi- a, a name is going to pop in your, your mind. Suddenly an idea is going to pop into your mind. Suddenly you're going to know if I do this, this is going to be a positive result, etc. We're never just going to camp. We're never just going to build a business or a practice or a firm or a company or a church. And we are going to become settlers because God calls us what? Sojourners. God calls us movers. God calls us like Abraham. Follow me and I will make you. Follow me and I will bless you. We don't become sitters and soakers. Come on, we don't ride our bicycles on a Sunday morning. We get ourselves in the house of the Lord because we are people who seek the living God. I said we are people who seek the living God. We are people who put God first, not second, third, fourth, fifth. While He sought the Lord God blessed him while, while he sought the Lord. Well, that's your choice. We can all fake it, but if you, if, you, if you seek Jesus, the fruit will be evident. John chapter 15, read it in your own time. So while he seeks God, expands his territory, God helps him, he defeats his enemies, he becomes strong, he builds towers in the desert. 
where nobody else was succeeding, he was succeeding like Isaac in Genesis 26, when he prospered in the second famine, amen. He dug wells, which is a source of life, a new source of income. He raised a great army. He had many people employed. He was innovative and skillful, creative, new ways of doing things, new ways, new trains, new skills. And then he became famous. So uh, three sources of wisdom. Wisdom, the Bible says, is what brings success. Not the world's wisdom, wisdom that comes from God. Hear me very clearly this morning. One word, one thought, one idea from God's wisdom can change everything in your life. One idea, one God-inspired thought, one God-divine connection, one Holy Spirit moment in church. Sometimes people sit and they watch online, they say, I should have been in church. Well, why weren't you? Uh-huh. I'm not fighting you because we have millions of people watch us. That means I'm against my ministry. No. If you can get to a church, get to a church. Get that slack out of you and get yourself back in the house of God and begin to serve the Lord. Come on, I'm not criticizing you. I'm admonishing you. So, how do we get wisdom? Number one, seeking God through prayer, dialogue. Praying in the understanding and praying in the Spirit and expecting God to illuminate our spirit. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 11, the Bible says, For I know the thoughts I think toward you, whatever your name is, Jechaliah, <clears throat> Jezebel, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and hope. So God says, a lot of people say a lot of things about me, but let me say who I am. I am good, I am gracious, I am merciful, I am loving, I keep my covenant to thousands of generations. I'm not about to smite you, judge you, curse you, put you down. I'm the glory and the lifter of your head. I will anoint your head with fresh oil. So I know the thoughts I think towards you, fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, come on. You've got to change your image of God. You've got to change your picture of God. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's a good, good, good God. He's a great, great, great God. He's a merciful God. He's a loving God. He's a caring Father. Oh, come on. I don't know where you are this morning, but stop blaming God. God's going to get you out of your prison. God's going to get you out of your valley. God's going to lead you into the place that He has for you. In Jesus' name. So, God says, I know the thoughts I think toward you. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. But it doesn't stay there. You have to find those thoughts. He says, then you will call upon me and go pray to me and I will listen to you. Jezebel. Okay, Annabelle. Okay, Bella. Bella Amal. Ach, asablif. If I don't enjoy what I'm doing, I might as well go by that boat and sail around the world. And you will see, <laughs> and you will seek me. Listen, he says, and you, you. How many you's you had today? What are the rest of you, Rams? And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. 
I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. Well, it's what God tells us. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy mind, love thy neighbor as thyself. In the Old Testament, it's the same thing. So we cannot want God's guidance, but we love God partially. God becomes our everything. He says, if you seek me with your whole heart, you will find me. And when you find God, you will find wisdom. You don't need to go seek the spirit of the dead. You don't need to go seek something else out there. You have a God who is alive. You have a God who rose from, an imp, from a grave. You have a God who answers your prayer. You have a God whose eyes are upon the righteous and His ears are open to your prayer. Come on. You need to pursue this God with everything in you, not as a religion, not the way you used to do it. I mean, when I got saved, I used to AWOL from the army to get to church. And I was doing a mechanized leadership course. I could have lost my rank, but I knew I have to get to church. I don't know how people are so blasé today when it comes to the pursuit of God. Your pursuit of God is everything. Because you'll get a wisdom, you'll get God's wisdom when He chooses to give it to you. It can be 2 o'clock in the morning, it can be 8 o'clock, it can be while you're driving in traffic and you're praying in tongues, it can be while you're sitting in church, it can be uh, somebody praying for you in church, it can be while you're worshipping God. You have to pursue God. If, I say you have to in that way, you want to take it casual, then have this casual approach to life and be tossed about by every storm and every wind of doctrine. But Uzziah, while he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. I'll tell you, God will order your steps. I'll tell you, God knows how to get you through the valley. I'll tell you, God knows how to get you over the mountaintop. I'll tell you, God knows how to restore the losses of your life. i tell you that God is still on the throne and Jesus Christ, He's still at His right hand and the Holy Ghost, He's still alive and well and He lives in us, willing to lead and guide us into all truth. So we need to make up our minds God says, when you go and you pray and you seek me with all your heart, you will be found by me. And when you find God, you find life, you find knowledge, you find truth, you find character. He's the way, the truth and the life. Not some religious figure that people try to make him and treat him with absolute disrespect. If he's the last person you talk, turn to, he doesn't really feature in your life, does he? Jeremiah 33 verse, he says, Call to me and I will answer you. <laughs> Call to me. Is any suffering let him pray? God's waiting. I don't have time, Pastor. But I'm, you're in a crisis. I just don't have time to come to church. But you're in a crisis. I don't have time to come to home cell. But you're in a crisis. I don't have time, Pastor. But you have time for everything else. No, 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 no. You're not desperate enough. You're not desperate enough. You're not desperate enough. You're not desperate enough. You're not urgent enough about your relationship with God. I'm not criticizing you, but listen to me. God, Jesus doesn't mince his words in the New Testament, in, in the book of Revelation. He says, you're either hot or you're cold. He says, if you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. You're hot or you're cold. You don't, he says, you don't blow hot and then you blow cold. He says, you're hot or you are cold. You make up your mind where you are. He doesn't beg anybody to follow Him. But He says, if you follow me, I will make you. If you follow me, I will bless you. If you follow me, I will deliver you. If you seek me, you will find me. So that means it's a pursuit. And He goes, Jeremiah 33, He says, call on me and I will answer you and show you and show you great 
and mighty things. Hallelujah. That you do not know. Not ready to retire. It's ready to. Not ready to roll over. It's ready to. Take over. Come on. So James chapter 1, when you go through a crisis or when you want to advance in life, God instructs you to pray for wisdom. James 1 verse 5, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally. Liberally. God's a liberal God. That doesn't mean he's a Democrat in America, but he's a liberal God. He's a liberal. He's extravagant. Come on. And all the liberal people say amen without reproach. And it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith. Meaning you have a relationship with God, believing God's going to talk to you. God's going to guide you. God's going to show you. So when God comes to Solomon, he says, ask anything. What does he pray for? We know. He says in 2 Chronicles chapter 1, says in verse 10, Now give me wisdom and knowledge. Wow. Wisdom and knowledge. You see, when we get tired and fatigued, we shouldn't make decisions because we're going to make bad, wrong decisions. You need to take time out. I'm going to talk about tonight. He restores my soul into the presence of God. Be refreshed by God and stand outside your situation for God to be able to illuminate your spirit. Remember, your spirit is the candle of the Lord. Proverbs 20, 27. Your spirit is where God communicates. 1 Corinthians 6, 17, it is joined to the Lord's one spirit. So God talks on the inside. So when you commune with God, when you pray in faith, you are expecting God to show you. Because sometimes you feel like you're in a stalemate situation, but there's always one move. Amen. I say there's always one move left. There's always something that you have not seen, but at the right time, you're going to see it. Don't become negative. Don't speak death. Don't speak doubt. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on. God always has one more move up His sleeve. Satan cannot checkmate you because you're a child of God. He tried to checkmate God by crucifying Christ, but that was the worst thing he did. Listen, this attack against you, God's going to turn against the enemy. Your enemy will come against you one way. God will drive him out before you seven ways. You better get ready for a promotion because after every devil, there's another level that God has for you. So stop being negative and stop complaining and murmuring and get ready and get excited and get yourself in the presence of God and turn your morning into dancing and rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. God will not forsake you and God will not fail you. Come on, somebody rejoice in the Lord in Jesus' name. Somebody that's here the first time this morning say, yo, my hierdie mense staan daar maar baie op en een klappele hand en wat is gaan hier aan. Tel wat het gister in, 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 in Natal aangaan met rakby wedstrijd? So asjeblief man, ons dien een jere wat groter is as een klein wat is het, nie is nie my leerding nie, is een synthetische stuk licht en allemaal is opgewonde oor een ding wat hulle een bal noem asof jou leven daarvan afhang maar niks hang af van die, van die rugby bal nie, die heren weet nie asof hy span gewen het gister of hy verloor het nie wat hy waaier omgees wat in sy wereld gebeur, wat in die koninkrijk gebeur wat met die arme mense gebeur dis waar God omgee Nie hoe ver jy een klein golfbal kan slaan nie. Maar of jy die persoon waarom jy in die vierbal is, kan oortuig van Jesus. Let's get real man. Let's get back to Christianity. Oh come on, give the Lord a praise just to make the devil mad. 
Okay, some of you won't stand no matter what I do this morning. Enjoy your, your, your lazy boy. I don't mean to insult you, but really, if you don't get inspired, I don't know. I really don't know. So God says to Solomon, because you haven't asked for riches, wealth, the life of your enemies, but wisdom and knowledge, God says, now I will give you wisdom, knowledge, and I will increase you. I'll give you wealth. So we're not after wealth. We're after wisdom. Proverbs 2 verse 1, the Bible says, My son, if, condition, you receive my words and treasure my commands within you so that you, you, you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, means you pray for it. If you seek her wisdom as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. The Lord gives wisdom. I want to add to those who seek it, from it to, that seek Him. From His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Proverbs 4, 5 and 9, the Bible says, Get wisdom, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she, wisdom, will preserve you. Love her and she, wisdom, will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. So, 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 so wisdom is the illumination of God in your spirit. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, a word that jumps out of the Bible, a rhema, a, a witness of the Holy Ghost. Knowledge, understanding is the ability to apply that wisdom practically. A lot of people hear God, but their heads on the clouds. Now you need a practical solution, right? So knowledge is the ability to apply wisdom. That's what the Bible says, you need understanding. Get wisdom, get understanding. Understanding enables you to apply uh, wisdom in a practical way. Peter had to go out and let the net down, practically. The, the fish didn't jump in the boat. He had to do something. But he had to do it on a word of wisdom, with understanding, skill, knowledge, experience, did what he could, and then God blessed him. He did the possible, acting on the Word of God, God did the impossible. So when we talk about wisdom and seeking God, a lot of people become so heavenly minded they're no earthly good. They don't understand that what God gives us has to translate in action. So it says, get wisdom, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. Job, after wrestling, he said, where does wisdom come from? Where can it be found? It's not in this earth. I'm going to find it from his three wine, blind mice, oh, his three wise, his three counselors. <laughs> Eventually, God spoke to him. After everybody told him, blah, 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 blah. That's why we go through a crisis. Don't talk to people. It amazes me how people go seek counsel from people who have not succeeded in life. <laughs> I mean, it, it amazes me how people seek advice from a financial advisor that is bankrupt. Yeah. 
Siela. <laughs> so wisdom is going to get you through the storm. Wisdom is going to enable you to recover all. Wisdom is going to allow you to expand, increase, multiply. Wisdom is going to enable you to deal with every challenge in a practical way. I'll say it again. One word from God's wisdom can change everything. You can be the market leader. You can be the market leader. No, you will be the market leader. You will be the trend setter. You will not be the copycat. You will get new ideas. You will get ideas of witty inventions. You're going to think about, hey, think about things nobody else has ever thought about in Jesus' name. I don't care if you are 60 years old, 70 years old. It's time for a new thought. It's time for a new revelation. 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 Some unction in your gumption. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, pastor. You've done the same thing the same way for too long and you are getting the same results. It's time for a new thought, a new idea. God is the creator. The universe is still expanding at the speed of light. God can expand you rapidly if you will see God. One thought, capture it, write it down, do it and watch what God is going to do. Because God will be glorified because it's His Word that you are building your life upon. Listen, a beautiful scripture for every business person that you have to confess. This is in the King James Version where I got saved, the Elizabethan. And I know not everybody likes Queen Elizabeth, but one thing I can say uh, is that she's dead. Because <laughs> anything else is going to be controversial. Okay. She, she made a vow before God when she was 21. Let's leave it there. Yuri's Proverbs 8 verse 12. Oh, come on, man. Listen. What's up with you that you are really with this, uh, happy with the status quo? What's up with you that you are happy just to sit, 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 sit? Is there something on the inside of you that says there's more? There's more? There's more? There's something more? Come on, the people who know that God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Come on. That's what the Holy Ghost comes to do. It gives you a vision and a dream of the future in Jesus' name. So Proverbs 8, 12, I have to go very quickly now. Here it comes. The last eight minutes of your gym session. Are you ready? I know you're tired, but ready. Here it goes. Wisdom dwell with prudence and find, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Hallelujah. Number two source of wisdom, the Word. I've spoken about this extensively. His Word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God's Word uh, sets you above everybody else. God's Word addresses everything. I think a lot of people will solve their problems if they will just read the Word and do the Word. You just read this Bible. Just read it. Read it. Do it. Apply it. It's the Word of God. Stop treating it like a menu. Stop listening more to everything else. Get the Word of God in back in your life. Proverbs 4, 20, Bible says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Colossians 3, 13. Let the Word of Christ dwell. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. In all wisdom. A lot of word. A lot of wisdom. David says, and I love that, I quoted that psalm of myself when I was a young man every day of my life, Psalm 119, longest uh, chapter in the Bible. Uh, he says, through your word you've made me wiser than my teacher. I have more understanding through thy words. 
I love your word. Your word is better to me than thousands of gold and silver. Wherewithal will a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to thy word. Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the symbol. I have more knowledge than the understanding. I know. So this wisdom, this is wisdom. When you read this and devour this, this will change your mind, renew your mind, renovate your mind, reconstruct your mind, and you will think differently, walk differently, act differently. You will be a cut above because that's what God says you are of a superior class, extremely good. You are excellent. And this is the spirit of excellence that is in the Word of God. Shout Amen in Jesus' name. I have four minutes. Number three. Three. Try. Try. Tres. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, God uses godly, wise counselors in your life. Full stop. I always tell young preachers, go listen to those who have done what you are planning to do. No, they won't. They run around and form their own little circle and they go around the same mountain again and again and again. You can, in one conversation, learn from a businessman his mistakes and his successes, what will take you 20, 30 years. A wise man learns from other people's mistakes. A fool learns from his own mistakes. The Bible says he who isolates himself rages against all wise counsel and seeks his own desire. That's why there's no Christianity outside of the Word, outside of the local church. It does not exist. Because even though you receive the Word of God, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, God uses people to discern whether the timing is right, timing, which is a critical thing, because sometimes we get a word and we just want to go off, and we need to listen to wise, experienced counselors. I'm going to let a little 20-year-old talk to me about building a great business if he's built nothing. I don't mean it. I mean, if he's 16, like the one young guy we have in Johannesburg, he started selling soap when he was 13 years old from Great College, obviously. And um, he, um, in spirit of whatever, and he, he used to travel to Kimberley and buy a bottle of, of big soap and they'd sell it. He had his first, he bought his first, um, and it was an orphan, by the way. It's an orphan. It's an orphan. Zander. And he, he, he sold it and started making money, bought his first flat when he was 16. By the time he was 18, he had five properties, paid off cash, 18. 18, boy, schoolboy, schoolboy. By the time he was 25, he had properties all over the world. Shopping centers, everything. Because he took his life serious and he took, he took his journey with God serious. He read the Bible, he thought that I'm going to do it. He started selling soap. Buying it in Groot Mart. Forgive that beautiful English word, that's your English word for the day. Um, and sold it in Klein Mart. Hebrews 13, 17, Bible says, listen, 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 listen. Obey. O-B-E-Y. Obey your mom and dad. O-B-E-Y. Makes them very glad. But if you don't obey, it makes you sad. And your parents mad. Especially your dad. And that's very bad. <laughs> Come on, man, I've got one minute. Obey your spiritual leaders and recognize their authority. Don't jump from church to church. Get your blessed assurance planted somewhere. 
For they keep watch over your soul without resting since they will have to give account to God for you. So it will benefit you when you make their work a pleasure and not a heavy burden. No substitute for counsel. Proverbs 13 verse 1, a wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. Proverbs 11 14, without good direction, people lose their way. The more wise counsel you follow, the better your chances. Proverbs 24 verse 5, base me. It's better to be wise than strong. Intelligence outranks muscle every day. In the name of Jesus Christ, God loves you. Christ loves you. Seek Him with all your heart and see the future God has for you. God bless you. Amen. Say, give them a big uh, God bless you. Okay. So uh, Proverbs 11, one conversation can change your life. One conversation with the right person, spiritual. Problem is you're having conversations with the wrong people. You should counsel up, not counsel with people that are going nowhere. Not counsel with people that are opinionated. Counsel with people who are successful. Counsel with people who have made it. Counsel with people who have some scars. Not just see stars. Uh -huh. Proverbs 11 to the Bible says, when pride comes, then comes shame. King Uzziah. But with the humblest wisdom. Proverbs 13.10. By pride comes nothing but strife. But with the well-advised is wisdom. Proverbs 12, 15, fools are headstrong and do what they like. Wise people take advice. Proverbs 9, 8 and 9, do not correct the scoffer lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. Proverbs 1, verse 5, a wise man will hear and increase learning. A man of understanding will attain, that means get wise counsel. Proverbs 19.20, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. Proverbs 8 verse 33, hear instruction and be wise and do not disdain it. Okay, while everyone is standing in this place, we heard our pastor, while he sought the Lord, while he sought the Lord. This morning was a Kairos moment for some of us. If you had to be honest with yourself, you don't know where you would be if you would die today, heaven or hell. If you breathed out your last breath today, where would you be if you had to be honest with yourself? Maybe at one stage you were on fire for God. You gave your heart to God and you ran, but you grew cold some, somewhere along the line. Maybe COVID, whatever the excuse, maybe whatever the reason. Maybe there's a legitimate thing that happened and you grew cold. This morning, Everything leading up to this point is for you. We're speaking to you, your heart right now. Bypassing the intellect, speaking right to your spirit. There's an uneasiness in your heart knowing you're speaking to me right now. My life's not right with Jesus Christ. If you've never been down at this altar and put down your knee before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, my brother, my sister, Pastor Ad spoke about it this morning. We'll be lost. We'll be searching all the days of our lives. But while we search Him, we'll have good success. This morning, we want to give you the opportunity to come down to this altar to say, Father, here I am. Maybe I ran for you full out at one stage. But this morning, I know I'm not on fire. I need you. Maybe you've never known Him before. We want to give you that opportunity. So with every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving in this place, Please respect the moment. 
The presence of God is all over this place. With every believer praying. Father, we are trusting You. You are the Lord of the harvest. This morning, if you need to make right with Jesus Christ, we want to ask you, like a Cornelius, like a Lydia, whoever, every single person who heard the name of Jesus, who bowed down their knee, publicly confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. If that is you this morning, unashamedly, quickly lift up your hands so we can pray with you. Pastor Ad said it starts with prayer. It starts with giving my life. Thank you. If you put up your hand, you can put down your hand. Hands going up all over this place. If that is you, put up your hand so we can see, so we can pray with you. Up, up, up in Jesus' name. On the balcony. Thank you. I see those hands. This morning, make right with Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We see this altar full. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Family, we can call you family. Amen. This morning, we have got the privilege and the honor of witnessing the start of the greatest moment in your life. This is just the start. Amen. We are so privileged. All of us needed to be here at one point or another in our lives. So this morning, just grant us the moment to share with you. Just put your hand on your heart and pray this prayer with us as we turn our eyes to Jesus. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died and you rose again for my sin. This morning, I ask you, make me a new person, creating me a clean heart. Thank you, Father, that my sins are forgiven and I am new in you. Thank you for a new start. My oldest past, the new has come. Help me to live this life as a true child of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.